You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm just trolling some Falcons fans on Twitter. Oh, oh dude, they, they deserve it after today. So, Holy so, shit. So, oh, Atlanta Falcons UK have just said, the hilarious thing is there were literally 20 Panthers fans celebrating, LOL. So I'm reposting it saying, as a Falcons fan, not sure you should be talking about fans in a stadium. So I, yeah, so somebody, uh, again, the, the signal, I was in my regular seats, the signal was shit, but I heard there was something going on with the fans there, and I finally did see a picture oh, of it. Oh, Panthers, and... there was no one there. Holy shit. It was really bad weather, though, like hissing down the rain. Yeah, I saw I saw the clouds in the background, but still. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it wow. was bad. But yeah, the game was... <laughs> it, yeah. it didn't show much on red zone, put it that way. Well, it didn't... Uh... You know, it didn't help me having B. John Robinson in week one of the fantasy playoffs in the big league. It was brutal. It was yeah. brutal. Whatever. Yeah. Fantasy fantasy football sucks. I say it every year and I play it every year and it fucking sucks every fucking year. So I had <laughs> right. Keenan Allen was out. First game he's yep. missed since last year. He was my best player. He was out. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor broke his thumb. He was out. And it's like, fuck. I even had I was going against Pittman and uh and Zach Moss and they both got knocked out of the game yesterday. Now they both had some points, but they got knocked out. So I'm like, okay, I got a kind of a break. And then yeah. typical fantasy football bullshit. Yeah. I I like all the other fantasy sports, not football, but I not still football. play it because I'm a moron. <laughs>
What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast two-point conversion instant reaction show. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. Well, the streaking New Orleans Saints have now won two straight following today's 24-6 win over the New York Giants. No touchdowns conceded in the last two games, and someone put a hit out on Tommy Cutlets today as the Saints sacked him seven times and the Giants could get nothing going. I think we've just seen Derek Carr's best game as a Saint, and it was certainly better than last week. And if anyone listened to our game preview earlier in the week, we were told that the Giants' O and D lines were not good, so I'm not going to get carried away yet. Or am I? Super Bowl, baby. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm James, and I'm your host. And joining me to discuss today's game is Jason and Wesley. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing good. Yeah, doing great. Today was a good day. Not, not much to complain about. I saw it, which you posted on Twitter after the fact, and so there's one thing we can actually complain about, but really there's not a ton to bitch about today. It's weird. I'm not used to it. Yeah, no, it was uh, it, it was very strange. It was it was a comfortable win, a comfortable game. It wasn't close. Can, can I have, like, I have something that's maybe like a non-traditional type of thing that I think is pretty valid to complain about today? Go on then, yeah. Go for it. I mean, we, we talked about last week that, you know, we have Jimmy Graham, like two of our biggest problems this year outside of our quarterback just not playing well has been, you know, lack of red zone production. Um, and then, uh, I mean, obviously lack of pass rush which just hasn't existed. Um, and we figured out that Jimmy Graham, who was benched for two months um, for no reason, just because like we thought there were better matchups with other 53 people that uh, we would do better with. Um, you know, Jimmy Graham makes another appearance today showing that I just, we've had some close games this year. You're not going to convince me that if Jimmy Graham didn't play every game this year that he doesn't have other touchdowns or other big first downs. Yep. And that there, and that would have possibly, you know, more scores, more points in close games could have benefited the Saints in those games. Is, is that how but it works? Is that, is that, is that too is much that of a stretch works? to say that? I mean, the guy has six catches. He has four touchdowns and two big first downs. So, like, I'm going to say um, he's been impactful for the amount and, of snaps that he's got. And I'll be honest, like, Jimmy's catches are the loudest cheers in the Dome all day. Absolutely. Yeah, right. The loudest cheers. So, it gets the fans into it, which we've needed the last few weeks. So I'm, I'm just going to say that if Jimmy Graham had been active for every single game, I think we have at least one more win. At least one I'm more. just going to say that. I'm just at least one yeah. more win, um, which in this day and age right now with this division is one win is just enormous. Like it puts you in sold first place and all. Well, the other thing that I mentioned, which was a huge problem, is that we have no pass rush whatsoever except for Granderson kind of flashing every once in a while. Well, Tano Passagnol, who has basically not played at all for the Saints, um, who had half a sack coming into today, um, is the team is forced to play him because of injuries and Cam Jordan not being able to, to, to play many snaps. And he has two and a half snaps today, or two sacks, two and a half sacks today. Um, I think three pressures or three quarterback hits, I mean. Um, so, again, maybe it's a one-game thing and the Giants are just really bad and Passignol just had a... <laughs> It just all worked out right. But like, or maybe we made a bad decision on who should be playing the snaps. 
And then I'll just add one more person because um, we have a, a player named Zach Bond that we drafted with a pretty decently high draft pick. Second uh, that was a that was a elite college pass rusher, and we have for three and a half years not allowed him to rush the passer at all until because of injuries we have forced to man we got to put somebody up there um i guess we'll put zach bond over there who has gotten a couple of sacks the last few weeks and is pressuring the quarterback and making an impact as a pass rusher and so i'm just gonna say my complaint is i don't I don't know who's evaluating talent and deciding who's active on game day and who's starting, who's playing, but they're idiots. Because, yeah. and these are the two places that you should have probably been taking a risk at some point with just starting anybody. Because these two things were costing us games this year multiple times. Um, and if we had these two things, I mean, again, their car kind of played awful, but we had really close games a lot. Um, and I just think that both of these things would have impacted games. And I think that. Whether it's the Passanio or Zach Bond or the Jimmy Graham, whoever's making the call, like that person needs to be fired and, and, and not be back making decisions on an NFL team. Again, 100%. We talked about that's a lot of the reason why the Saints are where we are this year, despite the easiest schedule in the history of the NFL, is co- our, our coaching. Coaching decisions, offensive game plan, defensive game plan, substitutions, who's active or not. And we've talked about it. And it's crazy to watch these guys. Now, I know we drafted Bond a few years ago. Now, was it. So when we drafted him, whose decision was it to say, hey, we're going to make him pay linebacker? Was it Allen? Was it because we drafted him and Peyton was still here? So it was either one. But either way, it was a bad decision because Bond has done pretty much nothing until we finally lined him up as a pass rusher, which is what he was. And how about that? He's actually decent at it. How about that? It's insane. Bond was in pressure in DeVito on at least four that I can remember today. All right. I think he had half a sack, but he was in on four and Passanio obviously had his two and a half sacks. And he was the one that was chasing DeVito when DeVito got the intentional grounding penalty as well. So he's well, impacted. And I just would say like, if we were the best team in the league at rushing the passer and we're one of the, one of the elite teams in the league at rushing the passer. And we had Zach Bond over there. Go, Man, I could be good at this too, but we're like, yeah, we're good. We, we've, we've got plenty of people that know how to rush the passer. And then he left to go to another team and became a good pass rusher. We'd be like, oh, damn. Well, but it's okay. We, we were good at it. So we just didn't have a chance to figure it out. Like, we're one of the worst teams in the league at rushing the passer. Like, we should have been giving anybody who looks like they could get after the quarterback some sort of shot and get them a few <laughs> snaps. I mean, just yeah. see, if, see if they're good. At, I mean, I, people have made jokes about can Taysom Hill rush the passer because he's done so many other goofy things. Maybe Zach Bond should get a you know, mention in team meetings before Taysom Hill. I mean, again, Maybe. it was it, it was the one good thing that Bond did in college. He was a great pass the, rusher. Oh, yeah, that's what he, he was did. a great pass rusher. I mean, and even when we drafted it, him, we're like, hey, holy shit, he can rush the passer. Let's let's put him down as an outside rush the passer. And we didn't do that. And we and we're it. not figure, we're not figuring this out. This isn't this isn't his rookie year. This isn't <laughs> right. halfway through it. He's three and a half years that Zach Bond has been in the same system. And we're just now like seeing it. We're just oh, finally the, realizing the, it. <laughs> yeah. The, the, and he played at Wisconsin. He played at a big school. It's not like he was doing this against, you know. It's, it's small, not like he was at Sam guys. Houston State, like a yeah, yeah. other former guy. Yeah. So it's it's just, it's crazy that we haven't tried it. It's crazy that he's actually good at it. When, And it's also crazy that you, I mean, we go back to the original thing. It was stupid to draft him and be like, hey, you're going to be a inside yeah. linebacker. Like, I mean, yeah. that you've never done in your entire yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> 
So speaking of uh, of, of of a linebacker, uh, Demario Davis today. Oh man, my goodness! Wow, did he return from like Cam's version of COVID? COVID, or yeah. something? This was this from this was the Cam Jordan COVID game where it's like, oh, you know, you're getting a little older, you kind of struggled, and then holy crap! There's some <laughs> is there some kind of mid season like like he <laughs> secretly flew to Germany and got platelets spun and right. injected into him, and now he's back. Like there's something there's something going on because he was, and I, I mean, I'll say it today, and it was the dome. Um, you know, there were still some empty seats. It wasn't like last week. I know. Before the game started, pictures were out there. I'm like, oh, yeah, more empty seats. It wasn't like last week, but there also – there weren't as – I thought there would be more Giants fans. I mean, there were a decent number, but it wasn't a ton. But I can tell you, like, the crowd was was as into it as I could have expected early, and the defense came – the defense fucking balled out today. They came to play. There was an energy. There was a fire to them. And, yeah, DeMario was fucking fantastic today. Like, they came to play today. They were on it. And, yes, look, the Giants – I guess they suck. And I remember the guy on the from the Giants last week, he mentioned their lines were terrible. I mean, yeah, it helps, but still the defense was fired up. They played well. They were there was more energy today than there was last week for sure. Well, at this point, I'm not gonna even like discount the Saints effort for the team they played against sucks because we've played against other sucky teams this year and not played good. Yeah. And we've lost the sucky teams, we've made games close to sucky teams. Um, last week we played one of the worst teams I've ever seen, and we, I mean, we're, it was a one-score game. In the you know, you know what's funny? The worst team I've ever seen in person last week beat the Falcons today. It's so funny. <laughs> it's amazing. James, you were you were smart. You were on it. Yeah, I well, hey, I'm, see, I did that I'm for you. Nothing. I did I'm that saying, for you, James. I'm, you I'm, were pissed at me in the I'm, Pickham show. I'm I did it for you. Nothing. I'm saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. Um. But yeah, I, I do was... want to say say just by the way, Isaac Yottam, I don't know where this came from, but three passes defense today again. And like he's it's this week it was not because the, the quarterback was throwing the ball to Isaac Yottam instead of the receiver. Like he's on guys and making plays. Like it was it's crazy to see. Um and again, I think some of it's who we're playing and the quarterbacks were playing, but the games that we've had problems in or any of the games, it hasn't been because Marshawn Lattimore is out, which is just like silly to say out loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, go, going back to the defense, the only points the Giants scored today were because of penalties that the Saints conceded to extend drives. You know, the first one was the running into the kicker, um, and then I, I, can't I still remember. don't know how. I still don't know how we didn't block the punt when no. I saw it happen. I was like, "Oh God, he's going to block it!" Like, no, how did he not? It looked like he he pulled at the very last second. Like it was, he had to go all out fly, and he. He like thought you could tell he thought he was going to be able to get it because the kicker kind of uh, yeah. leaned towards him because that left-handed guy kind of goes towards that well, side. Could could so. could we have could we have called the Giants punt a rugby style kicker just for that play? It, it looked it, well. He did oh, that. Like he and is I don't Scottish. Know if a rule, so. One step or three steps. Yeah, yeah. He, he, so their so their punter is Scottish. So uh, you know, could you you could have done the the other thing I want to talk about with the defense, and we mentioned it earlier on when Jason you talked about the only booing that happened today. Was that call on Alonte Taylor? Oh God! It was a perfect tackle. Yeah, shoulder to shoulder, and especially like if you're gonna call a penalty like that, especially with all now that they have replay, if you're gonna call a play like that, like in the moment, I could see it might be bang bang, like it looked like, but it wasn't. He may have, but it, it's so hard because the defender goes down, the the player with the ball could go down. It, it's always a ticky. It's always a questionable thing, but if you're going to throw a flag, if you're going to you, if you have replay at your disposal, 
use it for a play like that where you can clearly see it was it was a legal play because it was 100 percent a legal tackle shoulder to shoulder. He didn't hit him in the head. He didn't lead with his helmet. Nope. It was shoulder to shoulder. So, I mean, you know, we're asking the NFL to do we're asking a 15 billion dollar entity to do too much. I mean, the, the officiating has been bad all year and they never change it because people keep watching. They don't have to do it. But that's the that is the typical play where, yes, that we called it. Let, let's just take a double check and just verify that, yes, it was because it was a massive penalty, massive penalty. Yeah, it was. It was. And well, in college, and, that and would have been reviewed. Oh, yeah. Right. But you can just tell, like, the the umpire calling it was behind the tight end that was being hit. So he didn't have a view of either one of them's helmets or Alante's shoulder. And it's like, I get it that you think that like filling in the blanks with your brain of, oh, I bet this happened on the other side of that human body. But if you didn't see it, you didn't see it. Like that would be like calling a face mask from directly behind because a guy yeah. dips his head forward. Like that doesn't mean his face mask was, mask was pulled. And just because Alante Taylor hit that guy in the front doesn't mean it was helmet to helmet. And so yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Having said that, I would say that the, I don't, know if it's right but the the call they didn't call on devito for the autumn hit is called 90 percent of the time and i get it in slow motion you watch it and go oh he he stayed up too long he had plenty of time to slide and yadam hit him in the back and I, so i'm not saying it should have been a penalty when you watch it in slow motion but yeah. it's usually called yeah they so threw I, a flag right they threw a flag yeah for right it, and well, then, it's and funny they it like, it like in the yeah. dome the guy was getting the the official Threw the flag, it fell out of his pocket, it went on the ground, but he ran up and picked it, and he was like, whoo, was so quick to throw it. And I saw and initially it looked like it was a penalty either way. Now DeVito like like laid down and was like playing dead. So I was like, all right, dude, don't do that. Like, but initially it's like, all right, it looks like a foul. But on the replay, he didn't like he was still he didn't initiate his slide yet when he got hit. So it really yeah. I think it was called correctly. Started his attempt at a tackle. But, so he was already vertical, uh, sorry, horizontal in the air mm -hmm. to make the tackle before yeah. DeVito. Exactly, exactly. So it, at the end of the day, it was the right call. In at, in 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 real time, yeah, it looked like it was the right call. But yeah. again, when he flopped on the ground, it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Derek Carr, his best performance as a Saint? It was a pretty good performance. I mean... Early on without in the game, Alave, without Michael Thomas, I, I mean, he's still early on in the game. He's still, you know, there were some plays where I thought, and I was getting frustrated. Like throw the ball down the field. No, he'll throw his, he'll throw his three yard pass, his four yard pass, and a couple times our receivers kind of made it work and got more yardage. But <laughs> it, it's, it's funny. There was one play where Taysom was in at quarterback and he he dropped back and he kind of padded and he didn't throw it deep. Because somebody was open, and then he had um, number five wide open on the sideline, and he just he, that would have been a, like a fifteen yard play, and he's completely missed them. I was so ready to boo, being that it was Derek Carr, and then I realized, holy shit, it wasn't Derek Carr; it was Jason <laughs> instead. So I'm like, nope, not gonna boo. Yeah, that 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 pass out in the flat is probably the reason why Derek Carr isn't an NFL starting quarterback because. Lynn Baden Jr. was yeah, wide yeah, open with yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. yards in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's Carr played a pretty good game. He had a good completion percentage. He uh, passed a rating of 134.3, I think. Yeah, I mean, he, um, you know, 
for the most part, he was on. I, there was one pass that he threw to A.T. Perry. It was a bad pass, but Perry still caught it. That the one but, that was going behind him as he was coming yeah, across the middle. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, other than that, he played a pretty good. I mean, he played a good game. There's really not a lot you can complain about. Like this so, was so, definitely yeah, cars today was what we thought we were going to get from the Saints: suffocating defense and a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over can move the team down the field and can score Convert in the red zone. And convert yeah. in the red zone. Or is there, is it Dennis Allen calls it the red area and it annoys the shit out of me. Oh, God. The red zone. Of course, of course he anyway, calls it the red area. So today was pretty much what we thought we were going to get. Mm-hmm. 20, between you know 25 to 30 points, concede less than 20, you're going to win most of your games. Now, the if that's the blueprint... give up a point in the second half, yeah. No. If that's going into the third quarter, they only had 101 yards of offense, the Giants. I mean, and, I mean, and we didn't have a lobby today. No. Know? But if that's the blueprint for winning, we know we can do it. The problem is, is we turn up one week and then we disappear the week after. And, you know, we'll talk about Thursday's game later in the week. I know. I'm not confident for Thursday night at all. Oh. Look, look, the Rams uh, of the of the three teams we have left, and even like you know the last even the last two teams we played. I mean, uh, Carolina was terrible. The Giants are terrible. It's good. Look, we had to win. We beat them. Yeah. The Rams are going to be the best team of the bunch. I don't yeah. expect to beat the Rams. And even man, I'm like Tampa won today. Uh, Green Bay shit the bed. Yeah. So Tampa won today, but I mean Atlanta lost to. Carolina in front of 10 fans so yeah that might be them done now the Falcons so, I mean let, let's done. say we lose to the Rams but then beat the next two and we finish nine and eight yeah. that's that's well, the my sca- initial well, the, record prediction the, sca- the scary thing is is currently as it stands right now we are the seven seed so I know I, th- I was listening on the so radio a team that is seven and seven is currently in the last wild card spot well, <laughs> the nfc man and there's a bunch of eight and six teams now in the afc like somebody's gonna be left yeah, out but um but they mentioned that both tampa and, and atlanta still have an afc game to go so i think like our nfc records are what they are and losing to the rams is not going to help our nfc record but you know beat you know it, it's going to come down to the tampa game even if i mean if we beat tampa that'll help we'll even up the series but they may still nudge us by a game so they are Maybe. playing. They are they are playing the 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 Jags next week. Oh, okay, yeah. Come on, Jacksonville. Then they play us. Then they play the Panthers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So less than ideal. Anyway, we're, we're yeah. Look, yeah. This, we're getting that, ahead that, of that's, ourselves. Yeah, the, yeah. This is this is for Tuesday's show. Yeah. This 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 is the instant reaction to today's game, and and I think this is probably the first time this year we've not really got anything to complain about from no, what we I, saw I was... on the field. No, I, w- I was thinking about that. I mean, it, it was a pretty good. It was a, a decent dome atmosphere. Um, I got to finally take the new. Uh, we we went into a different gate today, so I finally got to see, take the new uh, escalators up that they've been touting in the pictures. Eh, yeah, yeah. Kind of nice, I guess. You know. Still no signal in your seat though. Oh, no. So so that was one thing too. So. The last two games, I had been upgraded, and I had different um, different seats, and I had a, I had a good signal. Yeah, you I know think, what they're trying to do to you there, then, don't you? If you um, want an internet signal, you got to pay for pay more for your seat. Okay, but but you still also have, you know, what twenty or thirty thousand people up top. 
I mean, yeah, yeah. there's always there's always going to be those people. You always have to sell those tickets. But apparently, Renee was mentioned because they put different, I don't know, boosters or things in the dome. But they must have put them lower where it doesn't reach up top, which is just absurd to me. Like, just put them on the fucking roof so everybody can get them. It's it's still pretty absurd that you're just gonna you're gonna you're gonna sh shit all over all the people, all the lunatic fans up top like us who were loud, who were crazy. Yeah. Just give us a freaking signal. That's all yeah. I ask. It's not much. Yeah, allow, allow us to watch other games on our phone when we're losing heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Just allow me to check in and text yeah. with everybody. That's yeah. it. Allow That's me it. to watch the start of the Pelicans game whilst I'm in the whilst I'm in the Superdome. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but no, but, there was something, and you had mentioned. So before the game, we went to our normal tailgate, and yeah. uh, Mark Daly was here. This is his third. He was here. He, this is his third straight game. He's been here for the yes. last. Yes. Yeah, he does it every weeks. December. He does yeah, it every he's, December. Yeah. He's going home on Tuesday, and then yeah. um, I remember he kept like calling somebody. Scottish Hudet came in with the giant UK Saints flag. Apparently, it was at the game last week in the it end was zone. Behind, the... It was behind the end zone. It was on TV quite a lot and, last week. Yeah. And they told him to take it down. So he came up. We took a giant picture. And I, and I posted on Twitter, but then you mentioned that yep. apparently at the game he brought it in, and the Superdome security slashed it. Yeah, so it was he hung it over the side of. Uh, I think he was in the six hundred section. Okay. So we hung it over the side, um, so it was on. It was on show. It wasn't covering anything other than I think the S and the A of the word Saints. Mm -hmm. That's all it was covering. I've got I've got a picture on my phone because somebody sent it to me. Um, and at some point during the game, police came in and cut the cut the 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 row the rope or the string. Oh that yeah, used yeah. To hold he did have up. a couple of strings to hang it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And tried to take it away and said that it was being thrown away. And then uh, apparently he went down to to talk to them, and then some other Saints fans stopped it, and they gave it back to him. But when they gave it back to him, they'd slashed a hole right down the middle of oh, the flag. Why would they? Do... No, 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 I no idea, mate. No idea. Um, I mean, I mean, look, I've I've got some thoughts on this, um, and I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. Do it. After after London last year, which was a great weekend, we all had a great weekend. The Saints, as an organization, considering they were the home team, did absolutely nothing for the fans. Absolutely nothing. We put on something for, for fans to come to that was really well received. But the Saints did nothing. It is pretty clear to me that they do not give a shit about the international fan base. Now, they've got some marketing link up with France now, apparently. So I can bet your bottom dollar that there'll be a Saints game in France in a couple of years when they start moving games into, into Paris. It's just, I, I just think it's absolutely disgusting. Now, I don't know if anybody from the Saints organisation will listen to this or hear this, but please get in touch if there's something that you can do for the guy from the UK who's travelled all the way over to America to watch the game. And he was there last week for the Panthers game as well. So this isn't just like a, it's, it's bloody expensive to do it. Mm -hmm. And his Union Jack flag with a fleur de lis in the middle that just says, Huda and UK on it mm -hmm. been vandalized essentially and for for nothing. So it it you know it leaves a bit of a sour note for him because he spent all of his money to to come over and watch watch some games for his own personal possessions to uh, to be vandalized. So yeah, 
sorry, that is something to complain about. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. Saints, no, you yeah. need you need to do better. You need to be better. What's funny? You mentioned like, yeah, they don't they don't appear to care about you know international fans. Hell, I think they barely care about New Orleans fans. You know, they just assume, oh, the tickets are going to sell. They're going to be good. And again, we talked about it. They, the people in the front office, over the you know, they think over the last fifteen years was because they were doing they were doing something good, like they were doing something right. They were saying, no, it, it was Drew and Sean that did everything. They didn't even have to do their job. And now that they're now that they're gone, they're just like, oh, well, it, whatever we did, it worked because we were successful. No, that's not how it works. So that, there's a lot of people in that organization that are kind of clueless. And, you know, I know that's more of a big picture thing, but it, it was frustrating, especially since I got to meet him. I took the picture today with the man. It's funny. He unfurled the flag and we're like, it's holy massive. shit, this, this yeah, flag massive. is massive. We needed like yeah. four people to yeah. spread out. I mean, you, you, you remember, you remember Ash's flag. It was Ash's oh. flag is a lot smaller than that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That's kind of yeah. what I, you know, I didn't expect something as big as as what it was. Yeah, no, 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 no. But but he but but that guy who whose flag it is um did a lot and does it, yeah. and, and does a lot for um CJ, UK I fans. Think, CK, yeah. CK, yeah, CK, he does a, right, he does CK. a lot for UK fans in terms of sourcing tickets. He's got he's got ways. So, so you know, for having somebody who does a lot for the UK yeah. Saints fan base in terms of you know sorting out tickets for people and things like that. To then have that happen when he's over in America is is absolutely disgusting. And to be fair, the Saints they've got to they've got to do better. Yeah. They have like, to do better. Any, yeah, like anybody who who can who can grow and 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 push your team and your fan base, you should definitely reward them and, and never penalize them like that. Yeah, no, Those exactly, exactly. So if anybody from yeah. the Saints is listening, please get in touch. If there's anything you could do, I doubt there is. So you know, that's okay. We'll, I have who, somebody who I can call. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you know, if you need any information from me, just let me know, and I'll uh, I'll okay. pass it on. So yeah, there is something to complain about, but that's off the field. Which yeah, well, that's it. That's, like that's, said, that's, that's, a, that's off the field. This was one of the more fun Sundays that I've had at the game. You know, didn't wear my diddly poo shirt today. Wore my Vilma jersey. Yeah, well, Vilma was on commentary today for the second week in a row. That's kind of why I wore it. I knew he was yeah. going to be on the commentary. Today. Him, 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 and Kenny Albert two weeks in a row. And I've got to okay. say, Ken, Kenny Albert is um. He is a lot younger than he sounds. He sounds like a really old man when you, you know listen what, to him on the commentary, but he's not old at all, is he? I don't know. I think I think he might be older than you think. I mean, I know he's Marv Albert's son, and I just yeah. assumed because I didn't really, like it's like Marv Albert was older than I thought. Because Marv Albert, I think now is retired, but Marv Albert's probably like 75, 80, But that means like, yeah, but like 50, Kenny Albert yeah. at, at this point he might be like fifty five. Yeah, know, but I thought he he sounds older. Anyway, that's going, going, yeah. going off, yeah. going we're, off. We're going off. Yeah. Hey, when the Saints win, what do we have to talk? talk <laughs> yeah, about? let's true. go off on Kenny that's Albert true. tangents. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Jason? Um, final thoughts? I just, I don't know. I, I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed the game today. I'm enjoying the nice run the Pelicans are on. You know, we don't want to do a full bore uh, Pelican plunge because that didn't work before the the uh, the Vegas in season tournament. But since then. We've, we've kind of come out with a fire and um you know I'm, I'm trying to find some excitement here um i do i will tease so i do have a thought um about dennis allen overall and what kind of where the saints team is and i'll, I'll bring okay. it up on the tuesday show okay it is it is kind of an overall discussion okay um it's just something it's I, I kinda, You're teasing I, I, a segment. I like it. Teasing a, now, like I wish I would have like a mid-credit scene in a Marvel film. 
Yeah. Oh, I like that. Um, but I, I did kind of think about it last week, and I, I didn't bring it up on the show last week. But, um, yeah, just kind of thinking of kind of where we are and what's our path the next couple of years. So. Well, oh, I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing for certain. If we carry on winning, he ain't going anywhere. Well, I, I yeah. Well, and that, that kind of goes part into, into what yeah, I'm okay. saying. But, I won't um, say anymore, though. I think, like, one of his openings, one of his opening things of his press conference today after the game was like, I'm going to just say this right now. I don't think I'm going to get that many quarter, that many questions about uh, bad quarterback play today. So let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. He said I'm something like, like, I want it on record that the quarterback kind of played well today, didn't right. he? And then just kind of quickly moved on. To... Yeah. It's like, all right, dude, well, you don't have to be, a, you don't have to be an asshole about it, dude. Like, yeah, on, but we had an is... asshole. We, we, we had a coach who would be worse than that for 15 plus years, didn't we, in his press conferences. So I, I don't mind seeing a little bit of sass from uh, from Dennis Allen, to be honest. I don't mind it. Well, you saw it last night um, with the the Broncos getting destroyed and Peyton yeah. had a little argument with Russell. He's like, whatever I tell to him, that's my business. That's not your business. I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, I'm sure if people can lip read, they can pretty much figure out what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what he said. That's what he said. Right, is that everything, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's all the show we have for you this week, so thank you for listening. You can listen to the Dome Patrol podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. You can follow us on Twitter at Dome Patrol PCAST and at Dome Patrol UK. And if you want to join the Game Day Discord chat, hit us up for an invite and we will send you the link. Say bye-bye, donkey. Bye-bye, under 500 donkeys. It's Trigger! Sorry, he just made a three. <laughs>